All right, what's up, guys? We're back with another episode of Crypto is Depressing. We are here with Big Crypto Dave. Your um, Twitter handle is at crypto underscore Dave underscore, right? I think so. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay. So there were some other uh, pretenders <laughs> that uh, already had a similar handle. So <laughs> it's crazy what happened uh, in 2017, right? Everyone kind of just. You know, went for the the crypto handles. I don't know when you made your Twitter account. Actually, you could could have made it way before then. But I feel like everything is now taken. So I've tried to find new handles, and they're all taken. Yeah. Well, I I actually uh, got into Twitter. Uh, I think it was January 2012, um, and that was because uh, the guy who uh, we'll get into this story later. But uh, I was one of those guys that ran around uh, mining stuff on uh world of warcraft and uh the, one of the chinese buyers told me he's like if you want to learn more about cryptos like everybody's on twitter so head over there and uh you know uh, i just lurked you know for a couple of years uh watching everything and uh i'll tell you here in a little bit about the that story uh, where i lost all that bitcoin and uh you'll know why i was only lurking after that <laughs> So before we get into that story, do you think you could just give us a little bit more of a rundown on yourself? Yeah. So uh, um, I used to do a little bit of trading. I know a lot of people who listen to your stuff are uh, traders. I was mostly New York Stock Exchange long-term trading for stuff that paid dividends or uh, was low risk. So uh, for a while there, I'd usually get probably annual return of like 22, 23%. So, you know, I'm not, uh, I'm not a noob when it comes to trading, but, you know, I try not to be one of those uh, guys that's just always posting charts on Twitter. I'm, I'm legit one of the people that's, you know, kind of here for the uh, empowerment of uh, cryptocurrencies. You know, it's, it's uh, sovereign money, it's hard money. So uh, yeah, it's, uh, making, you know, making gobs of money when the market goes up is one good aspect. But, you know, I, I just really love the tech. There we go. We actually just recorded an episode with uh, Jeebus. I don't know if you know him, Jeremy Ross. Uh, he's more of an OG and he's been around for a while. We actually got into his thoughts on where the entire market is heading. And we're kind of at a cusp is what he was saying. And I think he was right in saying this and that. You know, with the global economy crashing, it could potentially be the death of Bitcoin, which is hard to say. Uh, and I know people have some very strong opinions on that. You're already shaking your head. Uh, do you disagree <laughs> with that statement right there? Yeah, I, I disagree uh, a whole lot because, uh, you know, there's well, uh, last time I looked, they said there was what, like uh, 11 and a half million uh, Bitcoin that haven't moved for like a long time. So. You know, I think uh, people have seen the roller coaster long enough to know that they just, you know, got a hodl. Uh, I'm trying not to be too, um, too much of a uh, regurgitator of the the crypto <laughs> rhetoric here, but you know, uh, some people are just aren't going to sell. They're never going to sell. I don't care if it goes down to single digits. So, um, uh, the speculators, I think, right now are the the main reason why a lot of the money's going out. Plus. Uh, you know, new hardware becoming available from uh, Bitmain and a couple other uh, companies is, uh, you know, they, people need to liquidate some Bitcoin in order to buy that. So it's not just, 
electricity costs, but it's also new hardware coming into the market that's causing a lot of this uh, selling pressure. There we go. On top of that, there, you know, another argument that was made was that, you know, a lot of the people that have been around for a while, I think they will be safe. They're not going to need to sell off all of their Bitcoin. Uh, but for anyone who's newer to the industry, uh, when there's more of a liquidity crunch, they could, you know, sell the more speculative assets because I, I think that Bitcoin is still very speculative at the moment. Um, I mean, yeah. again, though, I am a long-term believer. That's why I'm still here. That's why I'm invested in Bitcoin. That's why I host a podcast in the industry. But I mean, there is that still that off chance that, you know, things go south, in my opinion. Um but we don't need to get into that too much. There's actually a story that you hit me up. <laughs> uh, you hit my DMs about it, and uh, I don't know if you want to get into that. Yeah, we might as well get into it. And uh, <laughs> since you were talking to Ash earlier about uh, her propensity to get get a little drunk during, the <laughs> oh, I love it. I love it. I just it. opened a beer too. Yay! <laughs> I got some. Uh, I got some four loco here. Oh my god! <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> Oh my god, Here's... that like gives me like nightmares. Oh yeah. <laughs> I love it. I, I appreciate that you crack that right there. Looks like Ash has got a oh is that a a truly a white claw? No, it's an ultra. A Michelob Ultra. There we yeah. go. I would not be drinking that weak white white claw shit. Here. <laughs> you have the authority you, uh... to say that because you're cracking your your uh four loco. <laughs> yeah. Yes, sir. Only the hard stuff. What time is it right now? Like it's it's two two p.m. for me. I don't know if it's later in the day. I'm on the east coast. It's five over here. There we go. Five o'clock there. It's four here. So we're good. (laughs) Yeah, you guys are good. And I got I got my vape out too. (laughs) Cheers there too, Ash. (laughs) Cheers. (laughs) You are uh, ready for this episode. (laughs) Yes, sir. All All right. right, So go in. Let's get to the story. Um. So I was a big WoW player back in the late 2000s. Uh, I was an off tank for uh, a guild, a raiding guild called uh, Burn Phase. And uh, so I had, I wasn't the off tank. I was like kind of third, fourth tier. So I was always just left, you know, to my own devices while they were raiding. And I had a undead warrior named I Eat Brains. (laughs) And uh, he'd run around doing his thing, uh, you know, gathering herbs and, I don't know if you guys know too much about WoW. I do not. No, I ne- never got into it, unfortunately. Yeah. All right. Yeah, a lot of old uh, crypto guys know what I'm talking about. Uh, wasn't that uh, Vitalik Buterin's thing? Like, he got pissed off because they, they nerfed his uh, his warlock or his mage, something like that. <laughs> Potentially. I, I've never heard anything of the sort. That might have just been too early for me. Yeah. Well, yeah. if you look if you look back, you, you, you'll find the story. But anyway... So I was uh, trying to make some extra money while they were off raiding, and uh, I was playing the auction house, which was making you know pretty good gold. And I saw these YouTube videos where it was uh, just these rooms filled and filled with people that were actually uh, uh, doing the same thing on WoW, making like real money by selling it uh, third party to players that didn't want to play for like you know ten plus hours a day to try and try and make some extra gold. So. Um, uh, I got into what they what they call botting programs, where basically you can have this program running in the background, and it's it's playing your character for you. Hold on, real quick. My boy's down here. 
he uh i think my kids were trying to sneak onto the podcast <laughs> oh, <no>. but, uh, <laughs> uh so yeah the i had these bot programs running and then uh eventually i talked my wife into letting me play on her account and then i bought a couple accounts uh just regular cash at this point and so 24 hours a day, seven days a week, I have these programs running in the background. Uh, I believe it's called uh, Glider. And there was this uh, extra program that ran along with it called Pather, where, you know, it's working for you while you're not at the computer. And so just on those four accounts, I was making like two and a half, three bucks a day. It was around 350 a month. And uh, so my, my guy who I talked to, and this is how long ago it was, we, we communicated on Yahoo chat. <laughs> so yeah that like, was so back, popular at the time back in the day <laughs> yeah back in the day so he told me he's like uh i'm run, running low on funds how do you feel about bitcoin and i was like what the hell are you talking about because you know it's usually just pay me like through paypal and uh he gave me like the bare bones explanation of it and i was like oh so it's just another like digital dollar it's it's something people use instead of a dollar to get value from here to there and uh so i was like sure and uh i wanted to say maybe six weeks worth of uh mining like it came up to around like 250 bitcoin um is, is what i had <laughs> okay so and... when when you say 250 bitcoin people are losing their goddamn minds because that is a, an ungodly amount of money now but back then it yeah. was you know obviously much less yeah and this is this is in late 2011 so um he gives me that uh the price drops i think it was around maybe worth uh it was around 550 bucks i think at the time when he gave it to me so uh come you know, after I've done this for like a couple months, I'm like, you know, I'm going to uh, upgrade. I'm going to go big time. I'm going to, you know, get another gaming computer because at the time, gaming computers, if you turn down all the settings on the video and everything, you can have multiple instances of WoW running at the same time doing this with, with all being botted at the same time. So I was uh, able to get uh, 12 more accounts. You know, I think this was in like late January 2012 and I, I paid they had gone up a little bit by then. So I, I paid like a thousand dollars, uh, basically with that 250 Bitcoin to one of his Chinese minor buddies. Uh, and so I had 12 extra accounts that, uh, came to like 16, uh, accounts in total, all mining 24 hours a day, seven days a week. So I was making like 50 bucks a day. Uh, I was on pace to make 1500 bucks a month. That's how I talked to my, wife into letting me do all this and uh, spend all this money on hardware and uh, wow accounts. And, um, you know, uh, there's, uh, it still makes me mad today when I think about it, but there was an upgrade that happened. I think this was during the cataclysm hour of twilight patch. Um, and there was a huge band wave that just hit all these people that were botting. And I lost all 16 accounts along with that 250 Bitcoin that I, paid for everything uh, how how long into this whole endeavor were you like had you recouped your money yet or was this shortly after no like uh this was shortly after okay so, so it was late, Jan <laughs> late january when i got those 12 new accounts and 
this happened uh, i think it was like first or second week of february oh my yeah. god <laughs> okay so almost <laughs> instantly yeah so your wife was so probably I came, out, I came out to yeah she was pissed oh i bet i came out to the living room and uh i had uh my computer set up two two gaming computers going and all 16 windows was like the loading screen for wow and uh, uh yeah it's, i sat down and i I was like, you know, uh, I don't want to joke about it because like it's uh, a, lo- a lot of people have like hit rock bottom at certain points in their life. But yeah. that was that was pretty hard. Oh, I bet. Yeah. And, you know, you know, sorry, go ahead. Well, uh, shortly after I'm not trying to pile on too much of the woe is me, but like after no, that please. happened. Yeah. After that happened, uh, I lost uh, the job that I had. I was uh pizza hut delivery driver at the time and uh i remember i had to go to a place called the vineyard which is like a church uh in springdale ohio and uh they you know people it's basically like a soup kitchen type deal where you go there and you know you get food and and uh clothing and you know whatever you need if you're like super hard on times and i just that day always sticks with me because that was, you know, pretty bad. You know, I mean, we were already on food stamps, barely making rent. I was uh, not only a Pizza Hut delivery driver, but I was also helping this guy run a 33-unit uh, apartment complex, and he was just paying me peanuts to do it. So, yeah, it was pretty rough. So this this could be considered kind of your rock bottom, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's hard to talk about, but you are still here now. So obviously there's some light at the end of this tunnel and this story kind of has a happier ending. Um, But can we talk about, you know, so how did your wife take it, you know, after you kind of realized that, hey, I'd lost all of this? Uh, Well, it was fairly still uh, recent uh, in our relationship so she you know she knew that we were already struggling and uh she didn't like when i sold the bitcoin she didn't know it was worth like a grand (laughs) so she didn't know just how bad it was but she knew i'd already spent like hundreds of dollars just on the computer hardware so yeah um we didn't you know we weren't like at each other's throats or anything about it but uh I, i was you know in the doghouse for probably a month or two after that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Really tough times. Definitely. Yeah. I know. So there's, uh, since you talk about there being a light at the end of was, the tunnel, there's I was going to ask, a, there's you a know, peak yeah. in a valley. Coming. Yeah. yeah. I was going to ask when did things kind of turn <laughs> around? Cause I mean, crypto Bitcoin, you know, after that started rising pretty quickly. Um, did you buy any more Bitcoin after that happened or how'd that story go? No, no, try, uh, after that happened, like, I just kind of withdrew into myself. I was, like, extremely depressed. I, 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 like, even then, I wasn't, like, keeping my finger on the pulse of crypto that much when I was lurking around on Twitter. And I just kind of withdrew into myself. And wh- whenever I wasn't working, I was playing WoW. Like, I re-rolled another uh, tune uh, or account, whatever you want to call it, and I was... Uh, I was playing this uh, uh, priest, I think it was a disc priest at the time, called Hungers. And uh, if you want to, like, 
after this, uh, you could go even see on um, YouTube. There's an old uh, there's an old video of one of our raids. I think it was uh, we were taken on uh, Ultraxion, which is one of these bosses, and uh, you could see my my little character there, Hungers, doing his thing uh, <laughs> from 2012. But um, yeah, that's all I did. I just played WoW, and I completely walked away from from uh, crypto, stopped paying attention to everything. And uh, I, I, uh, I'm part of this uh, big group on uh, Facebook where they're, they're all supporters of the Zeitgeist movement and uh, the Venus Project, the basically uh, resource-based economic uh, type of people. And uh, they started talking about Bitcoin in like 2016 to the point that I was, I was so angry that <laughs> they kept talking about it. I, I, made one of those, I made one of those Samuel L. Jackson memes like say bitcoin again motherfucker you know <laughs> and then you know they they wouldn't shut up about it so i checked and it was like you know in the thousands and I'm, i was just uh kind of surreal and bitter at the point because i was like man i if i only held on to that you know if i yeah, yeah. if i didn't get if i didn't trade it for some stupid wow accounts you know i'd, I'd be sitting on easy street but um uh, needless to say, I, I got into some of the altcoin things, what a lot of people do when they when they first look at Bitcoin and see how expensive it is. They're just like, oh, I'll, I'll get on in one of these other projects that hasn't boomed yet. So I was like on you know Telegram, Discord uh, stuff, and uh, this is where the peak comes in because uh, I got connected with this one guy who was uh, starting a new project. And if I'm being overly vague here, it's for a reason. I've, I've signed yeah. an NDA with these guys, and I can't. No, I we can't totally, be too specific about it. We totally understand. It's not a problem. Okay, so <laughs> they were uh, they were partnered up with a Chinese company that was going to make these custom made PCBs or motherboards, whatever you want to call them, and it was uh, like a six GPU uh, enclosed open air miner where. Uh, basically, there each GPU also had an accompanying uh, FPGA chip that went along with it, because uh, usually you can get up to around 12 PCIe lanes on on one of these GPU type of rigs. So if you only go six GPUs, you got all those open uh, PCIe lanes to go with uh, the FPGA. Uh, very similar similar to what um, Squirrel was trying to do with their little FPGA things that fit in the M.2. So uh, you know, I was uh, kind of hired in as a uh, advisor slash promoter, and uh, the guy talked me up on the what the vision was, what we were going to do, uh, asked me for my input as a miner, because by this time I was GPU mining. And uh, the, uh, the project, it, it seemed legit. <laughs> they all did. I know a lot of, they yeah, all I, I know everybody knows where this is going. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I've seen, I saw pictures from, from the, the manufacturing company. It could have been that when they, when they exited, it was just, they were scared because, you know, Bitcoin had gone from almost 20,000 to, you know, what was it like 14,000 in uh, beginning of February. And, uh, you know, uh, the whole reason that I got uh, started actually participating in crypto Twitter from, you know, 2016, 2017 was because of them. I was going to be a promoter for the project. And uh, they'd already paid me, paid me a few ETH to do it. And, uh, you know, 
So uh, of all the, you know, peaks and valleys, I'm still kind of, uh, uh, I've had a couple of peaks and a couple of valleys and I'm on my way back up. So there we yeah. go. Yeah. yeah. I know what it's like to work for a project that fails. <laughs> Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. I remember, I remember the day, the, the, the beginning of February when they went dark. Yeah. And I was just like, deja vu. You know, yeah. <laughs> I thought, I thought I was going to be making all this money because I was holding their, a bunch of their shit coins and, uh, you know, I'd already made a few ETH. I already do I donated like one full ETH to this, uh, uh, humanitarian project that was helping the people over in Hong Kong. And, uh, you know, I just, I could have, I could have had a bigger nest egg built, but, you know, I, I was figured I had more money coming. So I was spending it liberally and, uh, you know, here I am, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to build my way back up and I, I really don't know where I want to go with the, the whole Twitter thing. You know, I'm, uh, I'm kind of contributing with, uh, digitalcurrencyguy.com with some of their, uh, paid group, uh, meetings that they have. And, uh, you know, it's me and me and, uh, Deshaun, the, I think his Twitter handle is, uh, six foot seven don't ball. He, uh, me and him talked about starting a podcast and, uh, We'll, we'll just see where it goes from there. there but yeah, go. I've uh, I've been wrecked a couple times in crypto. <laughs> it sounds sounds pretty yeah. rough, but you also sound very resilient. You're you're here. You're able to talk about it. Uh, I know some of it's a little bit touchy, and you know we try to make light of some situations. There are others that it's kind of hard to see any kind of positive from it. But I mean, even from that first original story that you know, Bitcoin was introduced into your life at that point and you've kind of, it's been on the radar since. I know there was a time when you sold it and kind of forgot about it, but you were able to realize its potential when it came back around that second time. Uh, and that's kind of what's kept you in the industry. Uh, do you have any tips? Because you've dealt with two major financial blows, I would say. Uh, and I think a lot of people out there have at least experienced that to some extent. Uh, so do you have any tips for those guys? Because, you know, it's going to happen to the newer folks who haven't seen it yet, who just get, you know, absolutely wrecked, blown out a company or coin, you know, either exit scams or just goes dark or goes under. So do you have any tips for them on kind of restarting and building back up? Yeah, well, um, a lot of people don't want to admit this, but, uh, Bitcoin is to the crypto market what oh, a GM is to the American markets. It's or what it used to be. Uh, the uh, rising tide is going to raise all ships, so it, it is one of the, the the safest things to invest in. Um, there's last couple of years, there's been a lot of these uh, YouTube people that have the promoted um, margin trading, and uh, I'm kind of uh, kind of guilty of this too, but not to the extent that I'm getting some kickback about it. It's like, if I ever have like a winning trade every now and then I'll, uh, you know, post it or I'll put a chart up and say, Hey, this might be a good move or something like that. But really margin trading such, uh, sites like BitMEX, uh, Bybit, just stay the fuck away from them. It's, <laughs> it's a loser's game, man. It, it's yeah. true. It truly is. Unless you're, uh, somebody who's been in the space for a while and you're, you're a very exceptional trader you can lose a lot of money. I've lost over a Bitcoin uh, doing, you know, dumb stuff on uh, 
certain sites that I can't go on because because <laughs> uh, I live in America. Yeah, you shouldn't be but, on in the first place. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I I didn't know at the time. So yeah. <laughs> anyway, uh, yeah, just buy and hold, buy and hold. Like you get every time you get a check, set aside a percentage, buy a little bit here, a little bit there, every week, every two weeks, however you get paid, and just forget it until everybody starts losing their mind about the market going crazy. Cause yeah. you know, that's usually the best time to, to uh, take your, take your wins and re- get ready for the, for the next bottom. <laughs> right. It's, it's hard in the moment though, because I think even in 2017, when a lot of people are getting in, we all thought, okay, 20,000, what's next? 50,000. Oh, what's after that? A hundred thousand. Um, but you know, there were some telltale signs, you know, everyone getting into the market, uh, that's a great tip for anybody. What about the people specifically who have like, you know, woken up and seen that one of their alts has completely collapsed or they've like you, you bought some new hardware and it ended up being, you know, all for nothing. Um, you know, do you have any tips for them of like a total reset? Like there's people who this happens to them and they're like, I'm done. I'm out of the market. I'm never coming back. Yeah, like how to pull yourself out of that, I guess, mm-hmm. dark mindset place. Oh, to pull yourself out, like uh, emotionally? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> sorry, oh. sorry. I don't mean to laugh. I know it's a serious topic, but yeah, yes. How to just walk away? You think walk so? away? Find a new, yeah, find a new uh, hobby, something to. Uh, I mean, you can kind of keep your, if you want to keep you know, putting some money in to stick with the big boys, you know, Bitcoin, Ethereum and all that stuff like passively. But uh, yeah, I mean, if you're at that point where you're like, you know, thinking about uh, taking some pills and, and drinking them down with, uh, you know, some, some alcohol, it's, it's, it's one of those things where uh, true inspiration has to come from within. It's, it's uh, you manifest uh, what you, what you put your, your heart and your mind too. And uh, if you keep obsessing over it, it's, you're just going to keep digging a deeper hole. So, you know, I, I, I don't, I don't, especially with the today's climate, I, I don't want to talk anybody out of uh, being in crypto, but I mean, you have to stop, you know, playing these, these uh, mind games with yourself that, Oh, I can't, I, I can only buy a fraction of this because it's so high. Maybe if I put money over here, because I heard, so and so on YouTube say it's going to be you know ten dollars in a couple of years. You're, I mean, you're just setting yourself up for failure. I mean, if if you really want to, <clears throat> uh, again, this is very cliche. The people always say that not put more money in than you're willing to lose. And uh, for for your mental health, that is probably the best thing to do. Because uh, you know, I went, I went. Uh, all in a couple times on a couple things, spent more money than I should, and uh, I got hit pretty hard twice. Okay, there we go. So you're potentially saying to walk away from it all. Is there a point where if this were to happen to you again, like something that happened in 2011 or in 2000, early 2018, do you think you could ever walk away from everything? Uh, I don't think it, I don't think it's going to happen because I've I've extremely divested my myself out of uh, speculative things like that other than Bitcoin and you know I'm just uh, passively kind of uh, uh, reinvesting in right now. So uh, if if something were to happen in crypto, which I highly doubt, it's uh, 
you know, I don't have as much money in there that, that it would wreck me the way it has the last couple of times. And, uh, you know, it's, uh, uh, with the way the climate is like my wife and I, we're, we're both in, um, uh, are called uh, essential industries. She's, she's in the old, uh, uh, stuff I used to do with security and, uh, I'm in, I'm with the logistics company that handles uh, medical and their military contracts. So, you know, we're, 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 you know, making enough money to where it's not an issue right now. And I, if, if somebody's really down on their luck and they've lost a lot, I would, <clears throat> I'd high, highly recommend if something, uh, is in their wheelhouse, uh, you know, as far as uh, what their skill set is, then then they should just put their nose down and start building themselves back up. You know, uh, and just worry about the crypto thing passively. Get get out of Twitter. Stop watching these uh, YouTube uh, video guys, uh, especially if they're the ones who are like pushing this uh, margin trading, because that's that's what gets most people wrecked. It's going to put plant seeds in your head. You're going to be like, oh man, if I just if I if I only do. 2x if i only do 3x i just you know keep adding here and there and you know cross your fingers and, and hope uh, arthur mays doesn't come down the chimney to you know <laughs> sock you in the face so yeah. you know that's that's kind of the best thing to do is just be into it passively uh don't don't invest yourself so heavily that that it's gonna hurt your psyche hurt your soul when when uh, something like that happens there we go Ash, is there, I think we've talked about it before. Is there a point where you would just say, no, fuck this, I'm out? Um, I think there is, but I just don't know what it is at the, at this point in time. But I think it's too because I haven't been, uh, I don't know. I feel like I, I am on crypto Twitter a lot, but I don't like check my portfolio a lot. I don't trade. So maybe that is kind of one of those things that keeps me like, okay, well, I'm still here. You know what I mean? I don't know that there is going to be a point where I'd just be like, fuck it, I'm out. Unless somebody just really, really like fucking pisses me off on Twitter or something. Like, but it would take a lot to get there. Um, as far as like selling everything and just like walking away, I don't know that um, I, the financial position that I'm in doesn't really dictate. Like I'm not, I, I haven't put in more than I can afford to lose. So, and that's something that somebody, whenever I first got in, they told me that right off the bat. And luckily I did take that advice. So, you know, I'm kind of just at that point where if it's gone, then it's gone. What about you, Charles? <laughs> no, I, I think I got in, I wouldn't say early enough, but I think I got in early enough to where I can uh, happily say that I'm comfortable watching Bitcoin decline for much longer. Um, yeah even at today's prices, I'm still, I think it's still uh, laughable almost to think that I would get shaken out by another price drop. Yeah. Um, well, I think I agree with you, Dave. Um, staying away from, you know, the margin trading is really important, especially if you're in a position financially where you can't afford to lose that much money. So I would agree with you on yeah. that. I, I'm over like here. I said, as, I'm uh, a degenerate, so uh, I'm I'm <laughs> I'm all for the gambling. <laughs> so, like I said, I was no stranger to trading when yeah. I when I was you know doing the margin trading on uh, the sites that shall not be named, and uh, I still got wrecked. So yeah, you know it's uh, uh, certain sites, especially Bitmix. Jesus Christ, that's that's just a crypto trap, is what that is. 
there's going to be some people out there saying, you know, hey, I know what I'm doing. I, I, I do just fine on there. And I think that's just something you need to realize is like, you know, you. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't know. They're like you look at the mech leaderboard and there's some people who have made ungodly amounts of money and, you know, more power to them. It's not for everybody. Uh, and I think that's just something that you need to figure out kind of within yourself and you need to know yeah. your skill set. Uh, there is one more question I did have for you because, you know, 250 Bitcoin, if you look at that price today, it is an insane amount of money. And I feel like a lot yeah. of people, I think it's like a million and a half dollars or something like that. Something crazy. And yeah, it's uh 4.8 at the peak, I think. Oh God, that, that just hurts to, <laughs> hurts to hear. And I yeah. think, <laughs> I think a lot of people get caught up in that. They think, oh, I lost this much back in the day or I should have bought this much more back in the day and they dwell on that a lot. Uh, do you have any tips for kind of getting over that and not dwelling on how much you lost, how much you could have bought, yada, yada, yada? Uh, well, uh, you know, I besides, you know, when I uh, got into WoW and was playing that nonstop and just kind of drown, drowning my sorrows and... and other things. Um, <clears throat> what really helped was uh, I. I, uh, I don't know if, <clears throat> how much time we got left. Okay, uh, I think we got so. a few minutes. Yeah. Um, I did some really dumb shit when I was like in my teens, uh, late teens, early twenties. I was. You remember? Uh, you guys are probably really young, but the <laughs> Fast and the Furious just came out. Oh yeah, I remember and, Fast uh, and Furious. Yeah. Yeah, I was, I was in the street racing. I was, I was part of that crowd. I was running with this crew, and we, uh, you know, we're uh, robbing places. And, uh, you know, I got. Did you just up. say robbing uh, places? <laughs> yeah. You just dropped that so, so there, casually. <laughs> yeah. So I, I've already mentioned it multiple times on my crypto, but, or on my Twitter. But um, what happened was, is uh, my stepmom was uh, real sick. She, she was dying of cancer. And I was just this angry teen, mad at the world, uh, pissed off. And, and uh, my dad and my brother were both, uh, you know, multi-generation uh, race car drivers, uh, you know, like drag racing. And uh, so my way of kind of like thumbing my nose at them and doing my own thing is uh, they were big American muscle. And I was uh, uh, import Japanese cars. I had a, a Mitsubishi and a Toyota. And uh, <laughs> to, to help pay for all the upgrades and aftermarket parts and stuff that we were putting on our cars, me and the, the crew that I was running with, the, uh, you know, this, we, we were just going around to like businesses that were closed after hours and robbing whatever uh, high dollar electronic stuff that they had in there. You're and mad, uh, yeah, uh, <laughs> I, uh, I did like three years. So, you know, it's, there, there's it's a slippery slope when you get depressed about certain things and you can just let let your uh you know let that pain dictate where you go in life and uh it's uh, a lot of people in crypto uh, can probably relate to that because you know it's it's not just getting wrecked financially it's you you get wrecked uh, emotionally and um i just you know that, what was it a couple hours ago i, I saw that uh interview you did with with uh ash toshi here and i was like 
shaking my head at how many how many times she, you know she was talking about the the way the depression hits you it's you know it's uh, very easy to just uh, let it take you down paths that you would never go down and uh with with the, the way the world is set up you know like everybody uh i don't know if you know this but like the movie the matrix it's basically an allegory to basically the the way, uh bondage that we're all in you know entrapped in like the matrix is uh the system of fractional reserve banking and money and uh the government is the architect and and we're just the uh the status quo warriors walking around saying this this is the best system that we got you know we gotta uh we gotta earn to to live and uh it's uh the best thing that you could do if you're going to swim in that type of pond is make yourself uh you know indisposable make yourself uh valuable to the company that you work for or find a new company to work for and, and start earning and that's that's where i'm at now you know we've before before I clean my expenses every year and uh, we pay our taxes, like my wife and I are very close to six figures. So, you know, that's that's definitely helped uh, drag us up out of that funk. Huge congratulations there. Yeah, Honestly, yeah. it's it's the, you know, I, I don't know how to properly put this into words. It's like the complete lowest low you could get to and now you're slowly but surely clawing your way back up and it sounds like you guys have done a phenomenal job of it and you're now at yeah, the point where like you last, can talk about it openly yeah like two uh two years ago i started uh, I, uh when everything peaked i built a mining farm you know i had multiple uh gpu uh, rigs and you know asics in there running and uh, i was making hella coin at the time so i i was you know happy times were good but, you know, just like you, everybody else who's listening to this, who's been into crypto for a few years, I, I went through it all with you. And uh, here we are on the, you know, the bottom part of the roller coaster on the way back up. Yeah. Yeah. I'm glad that you were able to share everything, too, because I think it really does help um, for people to know that they're not the only ones that have gone through some shit in this industry. So thank you for sharing all of that. Um we're probably going to kicked off in like 30 seconds. So if there's anything else you kind of want to wrap up with, go ahead and go off. All right. Uh, well, like I said, uh, you know, there's, uh, I rip on the YouTube guys a lot, but you know, there's a lot of people out there that's actually bringing value to the space. And, uh, I just want to give a few shout outs to, to guys I really follow and love. I love the, uh, you guys, of course, you know, uh, uh crypto you. is depressing and, <laughs> The Crypto Entrepreneurship, Crypto Weekly, Hash Rate, The Rec Podcast, uh, Travis and Joel over Bad Crypto. I mean, there's, you know, it's everybody stay positive and, uh, you know, you can follow me on Twitter if you want, Big Crypto Dave, and uh, let's let's all, you know, try to roll, ride the roller coaster back up. Sounds good. Thank you so much for coming on. We really appreciate it. It was great talking to you. Thank you so much, Dave. Great really talking appreciate with you guys it. Too.